Hello, and welcome to the Disney Dunces! Using your touch-toad keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title you would like to see. You've selected... Xenon, girl of the 21st century! If this is correct, please press 1 now. Hello and welcome to Disney Dunces, the only Disney podcast presented by self-acclaimed non-experts. I'm Dunce number one, but you can just call me Richard. And I'm Craig Stew. And I'm Dunce number two. And I'm the third one. And Zenus Lapidus, guys, we made it. It's the future. 2020, how does it feel? The movie we're covering takes place in 2049. That's the first thing I have in my notes. Okay, well, I'm not talking about the movie now. I'm doing our basic little banter before, you know, it starts. You know. We're in the oh, future. Oh, wait, shit. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah, so this is being recorded <laughs> saying, in 2019, but it's being released in 2020. I know. I don't know. Why'd you explain it? I was going to, we're going to do like a more natural feel. I'm ready to be natural. Ah, oh, boy. Rich is au natural. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take my pants off right now for you guys. Rich is getting real naked for this movie starring 12 year old girls. Well, you know, he, that is his forte. Especially a 12 year old Raven Simone. Yeah. Hachi Machi. Ah, boy, I don't like you saying Hachi Machi to that, Craig. Like, I understand he is attracted to them, but you don't... I mean, you probably... Eh. I'm putting myself in his shoes. What? Well, he took it's them off, so you just... I guess he jumped right in, huh? Yeah. Okay. And now I... Well, guys, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what this movie was called. Uh, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And this was like a franchise, right? There's three. There's it's a trilogy. Apparently, yeah. I I found that out when I looked it up on. Oh, really? You guys <laughs> I, didn't know? I was very much unaware of this. Oh series. my god! You didn't know Xenon the sequel? Sequel? Come on! It's a classic. Z three or yeah, Z three baby! I can't wait. You guys thought this movie was something? You, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> you ain't see. You ain't see shit, boys. You better really impress me with this podcast because I wasn't impressed by the movie. Oh my god, did you even watch it? I said the last movie, whichever of them that happens to be, take your pick. You don't seem to watch any of them. Uh, well, I, I watch them. They certainly are on, I'll give you that. They're probably on in the same room as you. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and, I, and I pay attention enough to make the notes for the show. Rich, I, just so you know, when I have to get up, I pause the movie. Wow, look at this guy. Yeah, well, when I have to get up, I keep my headphones on and use the bathroom and can still hear the movie. Guys, I don't get up. I sit there. Yeah. It makes it more intense. Well, sometimes you have to get up for something. What, the house is on fire? Let it burn. I got a, I got a movie to watch. I got a podcast to record. <laughs> okay, let's, let's go straight into this wonderful 2049 fantasy. Heck yes, with the scariest dolls you've ever seen. <laughs> what dolls? The movie opens with dolls. No, it doesn't. What does yes, it? It does. It, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, it opens and, with the and, creepiest and dolls ever. Aren't, aren't we in the twenty first century? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. 
I just want to understand the title because it takes place in 2049. Yeah, and she's it's you know like it's the 21st century. It's all it's yeah, but this whole years. century is like you know yeah 2000. Th- this movie came out before the year 2000, right? Yeah. Um, yes, it did. Okay. Yeah, I guess that. See, makes Craig, smart. you're confused because this movie is very old. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it didn't come that much further from the 21st century. I believe it came out in uh, 1999. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I mean, I do I have to? So explain a year to you? later, it's like, it's like a kitschy using... sci-fi thing. Do I have to explain that to you? What kitschy sci-fi is? Because that's what this movie's going for. Yeah, it is. I understand. <laughs> it's it... very much knows what it is. It's it's aware of what it's done. That's the joke. The, yeah. The, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, let's jump, let's like, jump in, Rich. Hey, guys, 50 years in the future, we're all going to live in a space station. Well, Craig wanted me to jump okay. on in here, so let's jump on in with President Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that. I like that, too. <laughs> let's make it happen, Chelsea. I mean, she's got, what, 20 years or so? 30 years? Yeah, she's got some time to prep. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to happen. I mean, they were, they, you know, they, they, they knew it would take till 2049, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> There's to get a woman president. But you never know. We could. Hey, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not once in this film did they state that she was the first woman president. That's she true. She was merely a president that was a woman. Yeah. They did specifically say that her father was a president, but they didn't say anything about the mother. So they knew. They knew that Hillary wouldn't win. They called it. They called it. Yeah, we should took notes. Yeah, guys. It's like Simpsons knew it. Nope. Xenon did too. Simpsons didn't know it, though. That did happen. What'd they know? <laughs> did predict the president. The Donald <laughs> Pre- Trump. Yeah. They called yeah. they called Donald Trump, President Trump. They they called that shot. <laughs> <laughs> Go Simpsons. You're doing stuff. There's a bunch of things that they call. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're they're good at that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what happens when all your writers come from Harvard? Where? And are, in fact, Conan O'Brien. Or Conan O'Brien, yeah. Okay, so I don't even know what this movie is. There's this girl named Xenon. Oh, she's some blonde girl. She had, She's BFFs with Raven Simone of That's So Raven fame. And also the Cosby show, but I guess we don't talk about that. And Cheetah Girls. And Cheetah Girls. This is pre-Cheetah Girls. Yeah, because uh, Raven Simone is well known for Cheetah Girls. She, Cheetah there was like three of them. Us, friends for life. Yeah, Cheetah Girls was big, man. Was she even in the second one? No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like she knew after the first one, she was too hot to be in the second. She was. She's a hot commodity. Then she did Raven's house. Well, <laughs> how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> What is, yeah. what is Raven's house? It's exactly what you think it is. Cory in the house? No. It's basically <laughs> no. Girl Meets World. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, you guys remember that's a Raven? Well, Raven's grown up now and she has oh, a family. They, oh, okay. Yeah, I, okay, I didn't know that was the end of the show. I thought yeah. maybe, I was starting to think there was a reality show or something between yep. that. Okay, no. That was it, too. So she did two things. Yeah, yeah, and her friend's in it, too. Right? Got really confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Is Raven, is she, like, one of the hosts on, like, Whoopi show or whatever? Uh, the View? She was for a little bit. I don't think she is anymore. Or maybe she was just guesting for a while. I definitely saw her on it a few times. Okay, yeah. I thought that she was, like, a regular, and then I'm all like, if she's still doing that, why does she have her own show? Because, like, I imagine the show thing, it's like, you know, she's got to find work somewhere, and... 
I guess it makes sense if she's no longer doing the view. Hey, it was a passion project for her. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she's real passionate about being on Disney Channel again. <laughs> she probably. Hey, you never know. I mean, yeah, I don't. We'll get Ra- we'll get Raven Simone on the show one time. We'll get- we'll ask her ourselves. I'm sure for the girls who played DJ Kimmy and Stephanie on Full House, uh, Fuller House was a passion project for them too. I think it was. I think that they uh, yeah, just... I, I'm gonna believe they genuinely enjoy being on that. <laughs> yeah, because they don't have anything else to be on. I also think it's probably just, no. I'm sure they they grew up together. You know, it's probably fun for them. Yeah, to to do it. I can. Why imagine. are you being so cynical, man? Yeah, you're hating on Xenon. You're hating on Raven Simone. You're hating on whatever their names are. You made me house. watch this movie. I didn't make you watch this movie, man. And I, I didn't go to your house, hold a gun to your head. You asked me, hey guys, what are we watching? I said, Xenon, baby. It's a perfect movie for the turn of the Yeah, I think I picked a good one here. <laughs> We're into the future. The only more appropriate time would be uh, when it was when 2049. It actually, yeah, 2049. The only other time we could have watched this movie. It's 2020, the year of the future. Yeah. We're in it, baby. Okay, fine. Okay, um, so basically all you need to know is that this girl's living on a space station because they're a bunch of, like, peasants on Earth or something. Um, but basically life is perfect on the space station in which her parents are scientists and they're trying to figure out something with bone marrow density, I guess. And Yeah, that's it exactly. Perfect. We summarized the backstory of the movie. Now we can get straight into the microbe boys. Because, guys, microbe... Microbe? What? Yeah, he's, he's talking about uh, the hit hit band microbes. Uh, Is said, it proto? No, protozoa Proto- is the lead of the band. The band oh, lead that's is protozoa. Name? Yes, <laughs> oh. but the band, the first rock and roll band to go to space, is going to be microbe. Yeah. Uh. Basically, microbe is the hotness in this world, and microbe they are going to be going up to the space station to play a super great show, and it's not just going to be holograms like they're used to. They're going to be live in the flesh up in that space station. You know what I love? How the the hairstyles of the 90s. Oh, yeah. I'm real excited for 50 years when frosted tips are coming back, boys. Yeah, right? Hell, yeah. Well, I guess 30 years at this point. I don't have to wait that long. Yeah. Because I'm sick of people making fun of me. (laughs) 30 years, baby. I'll try not to. 30 years. I'll try not Please. to anymore. I'm sorry. I, I, I know. I mean, you, you could, I guess, but you're going to look like a fool come 2049, man. Don't worry. I'm going to be with you hand in hand. Frosted tips for life, baby. Frosted tips. That's right. Craig? Craig? Uh, I can't. I don't have much any hair. Buddy, I don't... You, buddy, you think we're not going to fix that by the time? <laughs> by 2049. 2049. Baldness has been cured. It's going to be good. I'll bring into the tips. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Okay, we're going to basically have a suicide pact or whatever on this. Like, that's how the, ba- these pacts basically. work, right? Yeah. 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 First, we cut our hands. Uh-oh. You guys ready? Yes. All right. You got something sharp? All right. This is a little slit. Hold on. Yeah, it's okay. You want to get a nice bleed going. All right. <laughs> is it a racer? What is that? What? You can't cut yourself with that. What are Dude, you I'm getting ready. <laughs> are you shaving? You have to take the guards off. He's shaving the hair around the area. <laughs> Shave his palms. Well, if I know anything around Richard, it does. It doesn't surprise me that he has hairy palms. <laughs> what do you mean? Especially after watching this film. <laughs> Wait, 
Wait, what? I don't get it. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't worry. We'll have you do an eye exam it's, after. It's an old wives' tale. Oh, yeah, it's pretty it's a good one. They say you grow hair when you masturbate too much. Yeah. I can say for certain that my palms are not hairy anymore. Hey, Craig, have you tried rubbing your head vigorously for five minutes a day? What? My head? <laughs> no, Craig's. No, my, my, my head. <laughs> Maybe you get his frosted tip sooner, I'm just saying. <laughs> Is that what they would say if you just, like, you know, shake your head around, you'll get your hair back? Well, no, it would be massaging your penis makes your makes follicles develop on your arms or hair, your your hands. Specifically, yeah. So massaging my head would still do the same thing. Yeah, that's that's By the, that I, that's logic. the general idea. Well, yeah, I guess you know. Or I massage my penis, penis with my head. head. <laughs> Maybe you can massage yours there, Richard. Do you mind? Yeah, Rich, you mind rubbing your dick on my head? <laughs> it's for the good of frosted tips. Maybe that's the problem. That's how we do it. That's how we solve male yeah, pattern baldness. Like, how many people have actually tried doing that? I I, well, we gotta think of the kind of people <laughs> who have penises rubbed on their heads on the regular. Okay, and it's yeah, they got, usually, probably got nice you, hair. It's usually women <laughs> with long, luxurious hair. You're right. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Where? How did we not see this? I don't know. It's gonna take. A, oh my god. What if we did it, dude? Lucky for We've you. We've solved two. the problem for twenty thirty nine or forty nine, dude. I can't remember, <laughs> dude. Dude. <laughs> Lucky for you two, you guys are going to see each other soon, in person, in the flesh. Oh my god, Craig, get excited! No, you have to get excited, Casca. What do I have to get excited? Yes, you're the one who's got to be the doing the rubbing! Yeah, no one said it had to be hard. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sure flaccid would work fine. I don't know, I think it probably needs a little juices. Nah, man, I think it'll be good. You'd wear it like a turban. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get straight back to actually that's a good segue with the turban because we're gonna start talking about this Wyndham dude on the space station who wants to blow it up. And you don't know that. What? Yeah, you don't know that. What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? He's just he crazy? A, he's just a guy who's gonna fund the space station. He seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Everyone loves him. He knows everything about everything. You guys made me lose track of my notes. Don't blame us for that. Yeah, I lost track of my notes. We're still in the first five minutes of the movie, right? Let's spoil everything. (laughs) This this is definitely the moment where it all all comes to fruition. This is the big reveal, right? In the first five minutes... He's reading his notes, he just sees a parent or scientist, and then he just gets distracted by the, the penis turban. Oh, we must be here at the must end the of last the page. movie. Yeah, must, must have jumped to phase five of my notes. Okay, I have, like, one and a quarter page of notes. <laughs> and you jump to the quarter page of notes. <laughs> Sorry, my Excel sheet is zoomed in. Yeah, well, zoom it out, buddy. Okay, we're here. Okay. <laughs> so... There's a guy named Wyndham who doesn't want to blow up the station. Uh, In fact, he wants to see it thrive. He's going to be donating some money to keep this place running. Yeah, he wants to donate $500 million to the space station. Holy crap, holy. Yeah, and everyone on the space station is going to get to continue their research, and it's going to be great. But, you know, I guess... He has a dark secret, um, He has a super dark secret, guys. Oh, man, it's that his assistant keeps trying to break into the mainframe data room. What are no, you doing? No, it's that Wyndham is a Rick. big fan of Protozoa. 
No, actually, he's not. What? <laughs> he's he's a big fan of. of <laughs> he's a big fan of microscope. What? Is this, that what he says? This is the event that transpires that just makes uh, Xenon not trust this man. <laughs> Wait. No, he I goes, he was friendly. Is that a, he, he goes, that's a picture of Protoss. Oh, I'm a big fan of Microscope. I can't wait. And then she's all like, what did this motherfucker say? Hold up. <laughs> He's up to something. I thought he was actually a fan. No, nah, man, he calls him Microscope. Are you not paying attention? <laughs> I guess not. I that that's, that's what she picks I mean, up on. I, and she goes, I thought the band's name was Protozoa. No, it so. is, <laughs> no, the man's name is Protozoa. Get it right. I'm sorry. That's He's really... the man to usher in the age of frosted tips once again. Respect him. <laughs> All right. All right. But yeah, he says microscope, and she's like, "Oh, this mother lover right here." He just says what people, what he thinks people want to hear. He doesn't know a dang thing. He can't be trusted. He is a snake. And I'm gonna get down to the the the, 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 the this mystery. I'm gonna figure out what he's up to. Okay, and that's she when. Does. Yeah, and that's when Wyndham's assistant, he then starts, like, scouting around the space station being a creepo, and she meets the creepo man, and... Uh, if they're know. crawling out of the garbage can. <laughs> she was just digging around in the garbage can. Why was she down because there? Because she was trying to make a doll for the contest to meet Protozoa, and she needed, like, guitar strings for her doll, and apparently those are in the trash. Yeah, so those creepy dolls at the start that look like garbage... Are literally made of garbage, so like that's why they look like that. <laughs> but yeah, so she was able to make her doll with all the trash and enter the contest. But yeah, she has an exchange with the assistant man, and I don't know. That was an awkward exchange because like she stood her ground. I was surprised. Yeah, she's she's well, well, well they kind of set that in the beginning. Like she's not, she's fearless. She'll do what she Takes needs. Takes no to. nonsense, Xena. Yeah, man. Like, she will literally not let roadblocks get in her way. She finds a roadblock. She climbs around at the vents of the station and goes around it. I thought you said a Roblox. I was like, they play Roblox in they, 2049? You know what? I guarantee you they play Roblox in 2049. Graphics still the same. <laughs> I bet they use the same graphics for their spaceships. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they perfect space travel. They, they reduce resolution. Uh, we'll talk about that later it, it's rough <laughs> but yeah but yeah she stood her ground talking to this guy because he, like i guess she was like going away and the guy he said like oh yeah i got lost and then she was all like well let's go are you coming and he said oh i just need a few minutes and she was like no you don't let's go 2049 baby women can talk they're allowed to now even if they're 12 years old Try not to be surprised. But, um, yeah, so I guess that she had a big scolding because she was down in the computer room area. Or wait, did she? Shit, I don't even know what happens in this movie. She didn't get a big scolding yet. Big scolding happens soon enough. Okay, because then after that, she decides to have a space adventure for some reason. Space adventure. Yeah, and this was... This was- I don't know why. Yeah, there's not. I don't know the point of this scene. I guess to really hammer it in that this she's fearless. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So her and her friends, they decide that one of them is just going to go outside the space station and just have a fun time in an astronaut suit. And well, they specifically are witnessing some event. I don't remember what it is. Some kind of star going supernova or something. 
Oh, so one person gets to see that. Well, I, I think it's the fact that no one else really wants to get to see that in person. Because everyone's making the argument, like, we can't, we got a good view right here. What are you doing? She's like, why would you be part of the crowd when you could be on the main stage, bitches? And then she steals a spacesuit and codes to the, whatever you call it, the airlock, and leaves the ship. I'm not saying she's smart. I'm just saying she's brave. I'm sorry. Did you hear all the crackling? Yeah, I didn't really, did not know what was, what was that. At first, I thought that was Casca's cat. I was no. I was trying to reduce it, but it wasn't gonna happen. So, what were you doing? I just had a bag. It was of just chips. Playing with a bag. What? I was gonna open this bag of M and M's. That was that was not the time for M and M's. The time for M and M's was before. Was prior to hitting the big the big red button. Now it's time for the M&Ms to go away. They can return right after we're done here. I think Craig just thought you were giving such a good description of the movie that it's like he was watching it and he needed a snack. I that was it was so it was so good. I was like, I gotta, I have to pull up the snacks here. Well, I am the Picasso of podcasts. Know how to paint a picture. Okay, Craig, you got your snack ready? I put it away. Good, no! that's ready. That's No, that's how it should be. I'm not hearing freaking candy-coated chocolates tapping this boy's mouth the rest of the freaking podcast. I want him I to have be, standards. I want him to be entertained when I talk about the rest of this movie. All right, hold on. Let me get my freaking iced cream. <laughs> if we're doing this. Just make sure it doesn't have, like, peanuts in it or whatever. No, no it's got chunks of chocolate and mint. No candies. crunchies. No. no. Well, he's got M and M's. They're a bit of a way. Craig sucks on M and M's. He doesn't chew them. He doesn't suck on M and M's. Whoa. Whoa. Who sucks on M and M's? You have to be some kind of you freak, some kind of weird pervert. <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. Melt in your mouth, baby. I'm not going to talk about my eating habits then. Yeah. You suck on M and M's. He's a pervert. Don't worry about, don't worry about it. it. It's nothing new. Sometimes. He was probably sucking on M&M's this whole movie. There's nothing. You don't taste anything. Yes, you do. Well, I mean, it is literally a candy coating. It's chocolate. I mean, it's chocolate. It is sugar. Craig, it's a coating of sugar. Craig, open your M&M's. Take a handful. No. Pop no, them in your mouth. No. What? He can do this after. He can do this after. <laughs> Fine, Craig. You have to do it I don't after. want to hear him sucking on M&M's. You barely no, hear I'm anything. No, that is... <laughs> I'll edit him out. Like, sure, you'll have to hear it, but I'm going to edit Craig out. No, I agree. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> We're good. No, Can you edit like... him out of this call while he's doing it? <laughs> Craig, come back in once you're done sucking on the M&Ms. I'm, I'm done sucking on the M&Ms. There let's go. keep going. So let's keep rolling here. Okay, where are we going? Burning so, daylight. So, okay, for whatever reason... Wait, what's her name? Oh, Xenon. The name of the movie. Xenon. Shit. <laughs> Girl of the 21st century. <laughs> I just called her blonde girl in my notes. That's messed up. That's disrespect. I didn't know her name. It's, it's her name title. is the title it's of the title movie. Of the film. Okay, so Xenon decides to have an adventure outside the space station, and her parents there they just think that she's up to no good, so they're going to ground her straight to Earth. No, that's a different situation where she gets she gets in trouble again. What? Yeah, no, uh, she, she does. She's get a in, troublemaker. She does get in trouble for this, but like her dad's like. Yeah, so how how was it up there? <laughs> it, was, it was cool, right? She's like, so cool. Yeah, so cool. He's like, yeah, I bet. So why does she get grounded then? Uh, because she does eventually follow the man back into the mainframe room. Uh-huh. And she has the code because she had her friend steal it from his father. 
as she did before to get these spacesuits. Uh-huh. But uh, she wrote it on her body, and her body gets all sweaty. And the, the code fades. So she's like, I don't know the numbers. And she types in random numbers, sets the alarm off, people find her. And they go, what are you doing in here? This is super important stuff. You can't be touching it. The captain. The captain. Uh, that one guy who's in a lot of things, but nothing really solid. Yeah, I, 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 I see his face him. everywhere. But I don't really know his name. It's Stuart... Chubbs. Stuart Chubbs. Let's just call him Chubbs. <laughs> I've been like, captain, I know, but... No, captain but, Chubbs. <laughs> Is Captain Plank, but his oh. actual name is Stuart something. It's not Chubbs, and he's really self-conscious about his weight, so I don't yeah, want to call him Chubbs. He's, he's Stuart Plank. <laughs> not Stuart Plank, he's Lieutenant Plank. He's Stuart Plank for now on. Yeah, he's probably Stuart Plank. That's is it fine. Captain Plank? Uh, Captain Lieutenant Plank. Uh, I don't think that makes sense, but... What do you mean? <laughs> Lieutenant Captain Plank. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know the guys. The if you're if you're currently enlisted in the space force, please get back to us with the current ranking system. <laughs> because apparently, this bozo wants to have an argument. <laughs> Craig's really passionate about the space fork ranking system, dude. <laughs> All I can think about is plank from uh, edit and edit. Yo, man! If whatever gets you through the day, bud. And gets us through this podcast. So, yeah, she gets in trouble for that, and she's going to be granted straight to Earth. But I guess before that, she also won the contest to go dance with uh, Pentracola on stage, or whatever his name was. Uh, it's close enough. <laughs> what the fuck is Pentracola? The fuck is Protozoa? Protozoa is yeah, like a, it's a dinosaur. Like, it's a, right, the Protozoic what? era or something? Protozoa. I thought it was like a, you know, uh, mitochondria. Yeah, amoeba. well, the mitochondria is the powerhouse oh, of the cell. Okay. But yeah, yeah I think uh, it's a type what of... What was I thinking of, then? Single-celled organism or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a... Yes, exactly. I think you were thinking of the Protozoa yeah. era. Is that a thing? <laughs> it's gotta oh, be. I Protozoic gotta... era? I, I don't know what you're talking Maybe about. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. The Protozoic era is, like, when it was all, uh... It's the, it's, like, it's the like start microscopic of It's the start of Spore. It's Spore Phase 1. Oh, shit. That explains it. I was a big Spore yeah. fan. Yeah, it is yeah. the Protozoic era. 2.5 billion who to f- wasn't years ago. a big Spore fan? Craig. What? Don't worry about it. Okay, so... You don't you don't like the Will Wright classic Spore? I had a bootleg copy from of Spore. Well, good. You probably had a better time than most people. <laughs> <laughs> that actually had to pay money for it. Yeah, that's uh, what you do, buddy. Will right was Will wrong. Am I right, guys? Yeah. But more importantly, we're going to go on with this movie. So she won the contest, but uh oh, turns out she's going to be grounded straight to Earth and. Gonna have a hard time dancing on the space station if she's on Earth. Hey, you can get the hologram up there. That's true. But that's not what she wants. She wants to stay on the space station for the rest of her days, but uh-oh, too bad. Her parents already called her Great Aunt Kathy or whatever down on Earth, and she's going to be sent to definitely live with not, her. Definitely not Great Aunt. But she's pretty great. Let's not even pretend. Well, she's pretty great. She's pretty yes. great. Pretty oh, great Aunt Kathy. Wait, her name's Trudy, I think. That's Judy. Judy. Fuck. <laughs> even my notes have it wrong. Well, that's nothing new. That's <laughs> par for the course, buddy. Richie, would it be the Disney dun- dunces if you got it right? Yeah. 
I guess. We also wouldn't be the Disney dunces if we weren't talking about the Protozoic era for so long. We've talked about it that long. Oh, fuck. So now she gets to go down to Earth, and this is where I see how great she their She gets to go are. down to Earth. She is forced, but luckily she gets to catch a ride with her old friend. Oh, yeah, she has Mr. to go with Windham and <laughs> that guy. Yeah, and his, hench- his henchy boy. But before she gets on the ship, she gets one one parting gift from her friend. Who? Who who finds a, a Raven Simone, who finds a sparkly object near the mainframe room. Wait, is that her she, earring? Yeah, that's her earring. Dude! Oh, that's, see, uh, I missed that too. I thought she, she was born it. with that or something. Nah, she was <laughs> born with it. No, buddy, when she was when she was chasing Mr. Whatever Hell's assistant boy. For all, you should have a name for this guy. Wyndham. Wyndham. No, Wyndham is the main guy. Who's his buddy? Wyndham's assistant. Wyndham's assistant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, he's Great. the main villain, I feel, but... Yeah, he's a, he's there a lot more than that idiot. <laughs> Whatever. When he's in the mainframe, he drops a little discet. And oh. it's like, bum, 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 what is it? And then Raven Simone comes in the next scene and picks it up. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And she turns it into an earring for a friend. It's like, hey, I found this sparkly thing. You like sparkly shit. You showed me how to make things out of garbage, and I found some garbage. Here you go. It's the future, guys. Everything's recycled. I really thought that was like a family heirloom. That would make... This this movie would make no sense, then. I mean, I don't know what this, the thing... This would like be a ridiculous was. film if that were the case. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, that's the only thing that would have made this film ridiculous. Yep. Um, but okay... So she gets the earring, but she has to travel with the boys down to Earth. And she gets down to Earth, and... She's not having a good time. Gravity's not her friend. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, she's, struck cause she's she, struggling. She does a sneeze and walk. falls down a flight of stairs. Because <laughs> the force of the sneeze was so strong. Mmm, gotcha. She's, she's been living on a space station for eight years. This is something that should be addressed, and I'm glad they did it. But yeah, she picks herself up. She goes to the guys and says, I don't trust you. I know you're up to something. You don't even know what a microbe is. And then she fixes her hair, and the assistant sees the disc on her ear, and he goes, Awooga! No, that's what you were doing! And I see why you'd get confused. And she goes, she just leaves them. She just leaves them. But she didn't notice. She said, what was that? That wasn't normal. What was that? Whatever, I got too... Busy being pouty that I don't. I no longer live on a space station. She probably just thought it was the gravity. That's why her, his eyes popped out of his head. No, that was Richard. You're getting confused. Uh, oh. <laughs> he just went. Awooga. <laughs> difference. Nope. That's again. <laughs> he was not aroused. He was surprised. Okay, fine. Well, he doesn't She's have to 12. be aroused by her. Be cool. He can be aroused by the earring. Like, people have been aroused by objects before. Buddy, I would like to see that hold up in court. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, hold up in court? <laughs> I was not aroused by this child. It was merely what she was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that can be a kink for some yeah, the people. Yeah, thing, the sad thing is that does get people off of rape, apparently. What? What? It, what? Well, what were you wearing? That's the first thing they ask. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I think it's less of a thing nowadays. I'd hope so, but oof. 20. Fucking gross. 49, baby. 
2049. <laughs> Still a problem, apparently. <laughs> According to Richard. <laughs> uh, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> I'll have to take more notes next time. Next movie. Yeah. I, I the, the Really, the court scene is where I kind of blanked out for this film. I liked everything but that. Well, lucky for you. We're not there yet. I have blanked out on this next part. In which the next thing I have in the my notes... The entire rest of the film. Well, Aunt Judy drives up in a beetle, which are which also make their return. It's really... In well, I mean, they're still around. Yeah, but they're not, like, that popular. Well, I mean, you only see two of them. <laughs> and, like, I'm sure there's somebody, you know, with frosted tips also. So, they're making the return. Because you see the beetle more than once in this movie. So, Aunt Judy pops up in her beetle, and then they go home. I don't know what happens after that, but I know they eventually have a heart-to-heart at the nighttime, and she goes to Earth uh, School the, the next day. the scene where she meets the other kids. Oh. And she burns them. She burns those kids to the ground. Fine. Tell me it, about it. Aunt Judy takes her to uh, to dinner. Yeah, and she's like, you like pizza and stuff, right? And she's like, I don't know. What is pizza? Are you an idiot? Everything we grow on this spaceship is self-sustaining bullshit. We grow ourselves. Why don't you leave my sight, Aunt Judy? And she does. And there's this guy checking her out. He's making the eyes. He's making the moves. And she's all like... Awooga. She she, no, she doesn't really respond. He goes awooga. <laughs> sure. He is of age to be going awooga. That's fine. He's not going to prison. <laughs> Neither am I. But the girl he's sitting with, she's not having any of it. So she goes up to Xenon... Says some nonsense about like what are you wearing? What are you? What are you? What are you getting ready for Halloween? It's six six weeks away. And she's like, huh, as a matter of fact, I am. Mind if I borrow that mask of yours? Hey, she just just buries her. Just buries her in the ground. Walks away, and the boys at the table laugh and laugh and laugh. It's fun. And then they go home and have a heart to heart. Yeah, after they set up this this burning rivalry and this uh, potential romance. Wait, oh shit, that's the guy from the school. That's the guy from the school, buddy. Holy shit. That's I thought, why I bothered bringing up this scene. <laughs> I thought they were random kids. Nope. Oh my god. Nope, they meet each other there, and they're introduced to each other. Okay, so the next day she goes to Earth school, and then she sees those kids again, I guess. Yep, and she smiles at that boy, and the boy smiles back. He's still smiling. Taking your word for it that they're the same. Yeah, I mean, it would be weird otherwise, much like her being born with the earring. <laughs> dude, 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 dude. Like, you can see how I would get confused. No! What? There's no... No! no! I mean, look, I, I, Why would she I be didn't born notice, with it? <laughs> look, I did not notice where she got the earring, but I definitely did not think she was born with the earring. Well... I figured she... Maybe not... There was just a scene I missed. Maybe not born with it, but given the family heirloom. Like, you, I thought it was passed around in the family. Xenon, here is the family heirloom. That is a dangerous <laughs> computer-destroying worm that was used to destroy our space station that a man on Earth will reverse engineer. Take it. <laughs> Dude, I didn't... <sighs> I thought that this movie was taking a few liberties here and there. No, this this movie actually kind of... There's a logic to this film. Okay, fine. Whatever. You win. Of course I do. I paid attention. I watched the movie. Craig, back me up here sometimes, please. I will if you're... When you're right. (laughs) It just hasn't happened yet. Okay, fine. Not not today. Fine. So, Xenon, she goes to Earth school. She gets bullied. Um, Apparently, bad things follow her around because her house gets broken into two. And... Yeah, because the guy's looking <laughs> the for the guy's shit. The guy's looking for the disc. The earring, not disc. 
It's a, well, it's a disc. It's a, it's a disc. It's a future tiny it's a, disc. It's a, it's a future CD. Imagine putting data on something the size of a button. Amazing. What the future has in store for us. I thought it was more like bigger than yeah. that. <laughs> We've already come further than that. We put data on the size of just nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. We put that shit in the air in the now. Cloud. It's just that in the cloud. Shit, we can breathe in that data. <laughs> Get it together, Xenon. Also, their tablets are much bigger. Yeah, they're big bulky. It's like a freaking 1998 fucking GPS system. They're carrying around. Like, what are you doing? What is that? I don't know what they're doing. That the freaking uh, even actual tablets, freaking from like from Toshiba made in the eighties are freaking that big already. What do you? Come on, you could have done better than that. Yeah, but okay, let's go back to the movie because I want to talk about the horses. Yeah, we can talk about the horses eventually. Eventually, what happens yeah. between what we were talking about it's and the horses? This really important scene where she gets pushed into a pool. What? No, that's not even important. <laughs> what? What? It's the worst scene in the movie. <laughs> Fine, talk about it. Talk about it. Set it's it up so for me. so bad. She's in swim class and the coach goes, you can swim, right, space girl? And she's like, huh, I swam, blah, 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 parsecs and whatever. And the coach just stares at her. He goes, all right, do it. <laughs> and she's, she's putting on her goggles and the, 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 the woman, the girl, she destroyed earlier just straight up pushes her in the pool just knocks her in face first and she's stuck down there a little bit because she was just tossed into a pool of course she's confused and then the guy jumps in the pool her love interest gets her out and then goes i thought you knew how to swim she's like yeah in space well (laughs) in space (laughs) but it's like why are you scolding her you saw her push her in the pool you saw exactly what happened. How is this her fault? It's amazing that nobody did anything to the girl. Like yeah, the, he, that too. the teacher doesn't even say like, "You stupid bitch, you almost drowned." Well, this I understand girl. why she didn't call her a stupid bitch, but well, maybe that calls for a detention. That's, that's what you. Some kind that's, of see, that's what she thinks, though, because I'm sure the teachers. I'm sure they're always thinking like that about the students. Like, I think stupid. the teacher might be a space racist. Space racist? <laughs> Those don't exist. They do in 2049, baby. Yeah, when there's a space race, they exist. Yeah, yeah. Those born on the space. And before you people are going to argue there was a space race and it was between us and Russia, shut up. Jump ahead of this. I don't want to see the tweets. What? Fine, whatever. Okay. Now can we talk about the horses? Uh, I mean, not until we establish that this guy knows how to use a computer and Xenon apparently doesn't. (laughs) Fine. Dude, there is so much that I missed here that you just want to dive into. Yeah, because you missed so much of it. I, I and picked, it relates to the film. I picked up the key details. You did it. You did it. You, <laughs> you, you say this every bet? time. You never do. Fine. Talk about the... Okay, after the computer scene, is that when we get in the horses? Yeah, that's when we get in the horses because he doesn't just show up at the horse place. Okay, fine. Computer scene, go. All right, she's she's on the computer. She's trying to look up any information she can on this company, their earnings, whatever. She can't do it. She doesn't know how computers work. She goes, she's the guy there who's staring at a blank screen that's off typing away at his computer and goes... And, Is and that he, what's happening? Yeah, that's what's happening. She goes, I, I need your help. And he goes, I can't, I can't help you. I, what are you doing? I have to go feed these horses. But you want to come? 
She's like, no. Wait, real horses? Okay. <laughs> and now we're at the horses. Go, Rich. Yeah, go, Richard. Hello. I am here, ready to talk about horses. And welcome to Disney Dunces. <laughs> Fuck. Um, okay, so she ends up going to see horses with her uh, handsome boy. And you got seahorses there? What? I could have sworn they were regular land horses. Wait, what the fuck? Hold on. Goes to horse stable with some handsome boy, but ultimately they obsess over assistant and find out it's the earring. I, I don't think he got it. <laughs> it's okay. I, uh... Rich, he said go to seahorse. You said go to seahorses, so he I'll said... I'll explain it to him. It's too highbrow for him. Sorry, my notes are messed up. I stop looking at them. They never, they never do anything. I mean, if you want to talk about a scene that's not important, the horse scene, I don't think is that important. Uh, yeah, it's really, it's really not important. <laughs> this doesn't really say anything other than she's afraid of horses. Now she's no longer afraid of horses. No, no, this is important because they, that's when they obsess <laughs> over the assistant man and find out. No, it's this her is eating. after the horses. Like they see horses, but this they're is, still at the they, stables. <laughs> No, they're not. They go, this is now nighttime, and they've gone to eat. (laughs) Doesn't matter. If it happened- It's past the horses. It's not the horses. If it happened at the horses, it would still be fine. It did, but it didn't happen at the horses, is my point. They're eating the food that she's obsessing over. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, I don't- Talk about giving a new definition to O-rings, and I'm like, it's definitely not the O-rings I'm thinking of. You guys got anything? Like, I know she's eating onion rings, but what is she referring to? I mean, the O-ring is that thing that they use on, uh, like, pipes to keep the water from... You think that's what she's referring to? <laughs> I don't know. You think that's what she's referring to? <laughs> like, you use them on, like, things. It's like that that rubber thing. <laughs> the stopper? She's, she's a the, plumber? Yeah. It's called an O-ring. No, it's not. <laughs> Skips a new definition. I thought O-rings were the things for the birth control. Hold on. I'm just... I don't know what she's referring to when she says O-ring. O-ring. Also known as a packing or torque joint is the mechanical gasket in the shape of a torus. I don't don't doubt that, Craig. I believe you. (laughs) Don't don't try to explain yourself to Richard, the man who's perpetually wrong. Hold no, you fuckers. O-ring birth control. Um, yeah, no, I know that is also a thing. Yeah, so why is Craig fighting me? Again, you're fighting him by saying that's not a th- that's not what it is, but it is, it is also that. You're both saying a thing that an O-ring is. I want to know what she's referring to, because I don't think it's either of those. When she's eating an onion ring, it says this gives a new definition to the term O-rings. I guess they just didn't want to... <laughs> eh, I don't know. It's wild to me. This one line is is insane. Apparently, there's a lot of lines that are just insane to you. <laughs> no, it's mainly this. Fine. Okay. Well. Um. Okay. So when they're having their nice dinner date, who's that in the distance, Richard? I don't know. It's the assistant. <laughs> when they see the assistant. Oh. Okay. I'm setting you up for the thing you were trying to explain, but kept getting in the wrong spot. I thought that they were just bringing up the assistant and didn't actually see him. Like, oh, you know yeah, what's no, weird? No, you see, this is why you didn't enjoy this movie. Because you missed the parts where it all links together and there's logic to everything. Because <laughs> this movie does not actually okay job of that. Okay. I'm not saying it's perfect. You know, there's some parts that are a little inky here and there. Okay, fine. I don't but, like the know? constant use of future slang. <laughs> What I'm, I'm, I'm going to refer to it as yes, future slang. 
I don't know what else to call it. Future slang. It's fine. Like like Zetus Lapidus or Zetus Lapidus or Inky Supernova. Supernova. That's su- Supernova. It's, lu- it's lunar. Lu- lunar. They, they also Arius. said like, macro something. Gaseous. Uh, at, on the on the uh, the Earthlings use macro and micro. Okay. Where uh, the people in space use major and minor. Oh, like the bears, the Ursas. Just like the yeah, just like the the bears. See, I'm bringing it all together. Uh, in a way. See, I mean, I, I'm helping you bring it together. I'll give you that. Thanks. This is no why problem. we're a good team. Yeah, you say things and I correct you. Craig's here too. <laughs> he likes to watch. <laughs> and he M&M's while doing it. Yeah, he M&M's hard. <laughs> Craig thought he could get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, you should have to apologize. Craig, now you just know for next time, open the M&M's beforehand and we'll never know. No, we'll hear him suck it on him. I don't want that either. Okay, fine. Um, okay, so the assistant, he's there. They find out, yeah, it's the earring, because he gave a weird look at the time. He gave a weird noise. But um, how do they find out that the space station is dying? She calls her mom. That Well, before that, um, they're trying to figure out, once they figure out it is a disc, they try to figure out how to access the disc. Mm. And, uh, and also, this part is important, too, because after they talk about, you know, this guy and his company and everything... The information she was trying to get at the computer lab, the guy just brings up immediately. He's like, yeah, I hacked into their mainframe. Like, whatever. It's a thing we do here. It's Earth. Welcome to Earth, baby. Oh, yeah. And they're actually poor and can't actually fund the space station or something. Yep. That's it. Exactly. That, Boom. That, they've been hemorrhaging money since for a while now. The, that company is broke. I watched the movie, guys. Yeah. It's, it's a nice little uh, detective drama going on here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a regular Nancy Drew. I like me some Nancy Drew. I've actually been watching the TV series. Yeah, watching it or watching it in the sense you've watched this show. Shut up! Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway. Anyway, okay. Turns out this guy's got a friend and he's like a master hack boy. What friend? I can't remember his name, but he's like the little black kid who like accesses this disc and destroys his computer. Oh my god. I and figures this. out how to reverse engineer it. <laughs> Okay, so tell me more about what he does, because I have no fucking clue. Okay, so once they figure out it's a disc, and they find out this information about the company, they go back to the boy's house, and he's chilling there, and the little black kid takes the disc, puts it on his computer, he's trying to access it, not really working out, yada yada, bunch of crap happens, nothing really important, so we'll skip it. It's just, you know, what's your face, the rival girl, being all, really, it's just filler, and then the kid passes out. And then he wakes up and he looks at his scream and he sees this little worm. And the little worm's crawling around his scream. Little, little like, cartoon worm. Like, he's got little glasses on and a, and a little hat. A little bookworm. And then he starts eating the kid's computer. Hom nom 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 nom. And then the computer seizes up and, like, ignites. And the kids are like, what the heck? And then the next scene, it's morning. He goes to school. He's showing them, like, hey, guys, this thing's, a, like, a disgusting computer virus. Completely undetectable. Gets into the computer. Makes it seize up. Turns it into rubbish. But it's okay, I figured out how to reverse engineer it, now I can stop it. All you have to do is get it onto the space station, it'll save everything, assuming that's what happens. And yeah, he calls. she calls her mom, and mom's all like, Xenon, what are you doing? We're having trouble. He's like, yeah, I figured you're having trouble, there's, there's this thing going on, I know exactly what's happening here. The mom's just like, no you don't. 
You know, this kid doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, not a, not at all. And this He's, this is another scene that's wild. To me. Oh wait, the the black kid. We didn't even know his name. <laughs> I, I I had so much. That's how little credit he gets. No one mentions it the entire film. It's probably not true. But uh, they don't they don't they don't really do anything other than giving him a, a thumbs up. I don't think he even gets a high five the whole film. He saves the day. I think he does have a name. I know. I know. I said that's probably not true. I'm sure he does. But okay, can I talk about the big scene, the best scene in the movie now? Well, no, I have to. I have to talk about this infuriating scene where <laughs> her mother's when she's talking to her mother. She's going like, "Are all the systems going haywire on the ship?" And she's like, "No, just the oxygen, Xenon. What are you talking about? Gotta go. See ya." And she goes to her husband. She's like, "Has there been information links?" How does Xenon know that the whole ship's going crashing down to Earth? Or whatever. And the dad's like, you know Xenon. <laughs> <laughs> and not once they think, hey, maybe their daughter's onto something. It's, it's, re- it's really infuriating. Now, can I talk about the scene? Uh, maybe. The, knowing you, though, it's probably the end of the movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so we have the big confrontation, the climax of the movie, in which the assistant, he wants the earring. But Xenon, she just wants to go home. So they make a deal. Uh, basically, for that exchange, exactly. But luckily, Xenon's boyfriend is here, and he says, hey, you give him that earring, and he says that he's going to take you to the space station, but you know what? Get that in writing. And they get it in writing. And then the boyfriend says, wait, you should not give him the earring until you get on to that ship. And Xenon says, have a little faith. Have a little faith. They gotta trust each other. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Trust the guys who want to blow up a space station. And And kill all the people. He takes it and goes, ha ha, now you have nothing. Because he then also takes the paper he just wrote. (laughs) And then leaves. As if he had to honor the paper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This this scene, I I mean, I'm glad you brought it up. But this scene is absolutely nothing. (laughs) Nothing? It's absolutely nothing. It is a zero sum scene. Well, he nothing gets, is he gained. Gets, nothing is lost. The, he gets the earring back. He though. gets the earring. He gets though. the earring. He doesn't. What? Oh yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah. He doesn't. She's all like, "Hey guys, I didn't give him the earring. I have nail polish and I made a million little rainbow discs." <laughs> Literally, nothing happened. This scene is nothing. It is just a dumb filler joke. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, no, nothing. I'm no, sure he's right. I, yeah, I forgot he did not get the thing. Man. <laughs> nothing. Okay, well there goes my notes. Um, yeah, <laughs> what a surprise! The guy who didn't watch the movie didn't understand the scene. Okay, fine. But then after that, the girl she still has to get back on the space station. So she calls up her BFF Raymond, and um, she says, "Hey, can you get <laughs> Raymond?" <laughs> and he says. Hey Deb! <laughs> hey Deb! Xenon hey. needs to get on the ship again! <laughs> Why don't you put out some more? <laughs> Robert! Where's Ma? <laughs> Tell Ma to check the cargo schedule, Robert! <laughs> Raymond. Fuck, Raven! <laughs> Oh, Never mind, that's Raven's here, she'll do it! 
<laughs> Great. And then Raymond leaves. I assume he gets <laughs> shot into the vacuum of space. Yes. So their plan is for Raven to get the ship schedule, but the boyfriend, he's going to be sad that she wants to go back to space, and he's going to miss her. But you know what? If he's going to miss her, he might as well just kiss her. And he goes in full force. <laughs> and they break each other's teeth. What happened exactly? Uh, they, it's their first kiss. He's a little awkward. Just just smack faces together. <laughs> just a good... Mm. And then they try to do it again, right? And they try to then they try to do it again. And they do a better job the second time. Okay. Well, no. Do they even go through with it the second time? Well, I guess they kind of try to do it two more times, but they keep getting interrupted. Okay. Um So she was gonna go to the ship, but I guess the ship left. <laughs> it's a really good scene. Because they don't even kind of make it to the ship. They jump out of the car, try to wave the cargo ship down that they were going to legally sneak on to come get them. <laughs> don't really understand the logic there, guys, but you're stupid kids. I get it. And then the one lady rival girl makes this snide remark where she's crying because her entire family and everyone she's ever known is about to die on this spaceship. And she goes, boy, I sure hope Protozoa doesn't go on that thing when it freaking explodes. <laughs> <laughs> And then Xena just looks at her, and she goes, I didn't mean it in, like, a harsh way. And then she goes, no, you're a genius. And then they start kissing a little bit. Oh, yeah, 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 because that gives them the idea that they're going to sneak on with Protozoa instead of yeah. the cargo men. Heck, yeah. She's a contest winner. She gets the right. That was Richard's rich favorite part. Oh, yeah. What's my favorite part? When they, when they started start kissing a little. Kissing. Wait, they kissed? Yeah. The two girls? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna pretend like you didn't remember. It's 2049. That. 2049, man. Yeah, no, get, get, I missed right. this. It's 2049. It's all right. It's girls can kiss. I missed it. Sorry. I mean, they've come so far yeah, at man. that point. Yeah. Okay, so, um, okay, yeah. So they're gonna go with Microbe or whatever. And so at this point, I was like, wait, didn't Wyndham say he was gonna be up there for the contest too? Uh, no, that would make no sense, because he fully plans on that thing exploding while <laughs> the microbe is there. That's the whole reason he sent up the most popular rock and roll band in the world, so no one gets suspicious. Well, he had said, like, hey, I'm a big fan of Microscope 2, can't wait to see him with ya. I thought that they were going to be, like, BFFs and see the show together. Well, again, that's that's part of which, again, he's, he's a liar, because he wants people to trust him. Oh... Yeah, I, you probably missed that part of the movie, too, where the bad guy lies. Well, I did think that he was actually a fan of the dude. After he calls him Microscope. <laughs> well, I didn't know the name at that point, either. She only says it 30 times. Well, I didn't know that. It's okay. It's okay, guys. I'm here to watch the movie that you don't have to. Okay, so they're going to go sneak into the estate of Microbe, and there are a bunch of security guards, and they say, like, hey... We got to get in. I'm the contest winner. I'm here to meet Microbe. And the security man says, hey, we've been looking for you. And turns out, like, security was warned that she was going to try this, I think. I guess they just figured. I don't know. They, well, it doesn't, I, I think doesn't it, matter. I think it really is that they know they're looking for the discs. They know she has the discs. So Windaboom, when whatever, told all of his men to keep an eye out for her in general. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So 
yeah, they they still end up going to this party where Microbes at uh, before he gets onto the space shuttle. Well, no, so, it's, they it's bust through a protozoa, but the band Microbe is there. Protozoa, okay, yeah. But before this, Wyndham, he's making a speech about he's a fucking visionary for having the idea to send a rock star into space. Yeah, it's good. I was clapping. I got out of my chair. I was cheering. Guys, guy knows how to win a crowd. That's true. Yeah. So, um, I guess what happens is that the girl she talks to Protozoa and says, like, Xenon? "Hey, yeah, Xenon. Sorry." Um, she talks to Protozoa and says, "Like, hey, we got to get up to that space station. Help me out, buddy." And he does. But the security guys come and. Protozoa just says, yo, you can be Wyndham's monkeys for the rest of your life. Yeah, lives. do you want to be Wyndham's monkeys or do you want to be rock and rollers? Because he's British. Rock and roll gods. <laughs> That's what he rock said. And, rock and roll gods. And then they're, they're like, <laughs> rock and roll gods, yeah. Yeah. They loosen their ties and they get a drink. <laughs> so then they just go up on the space station. It's really good. Oh, they go on his private ship. Well, why does he even have a private, private ship? Oh wait. Well, I guess it's 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 Wyndham's private ship, his private uh, shuttle. Oh, it's his contest. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. He's the one who planned this whole thing. Remember. Yeah, and um, so Xenon gets aboard. I guess her aunt gets aboard as well for some reason. Yeah. Well, she's 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 responsible for this young lady. He wants to she wants to make sure she's okay. So we haven't mentioned this, but she is afraid of space travel and space and everything in general. So it's a big deal. It's a powerful moment. Yeah, she just gets wrapped into it. But um, they go up to the space colony, and guys, it's like the final hours of the space station right now, right here. Yeah, it's a it's a mess. Um, all I know is that uh, the ant she ends up falling in love with Captain Plank. Yeah, it's cute. She didn't have much luck with with men. Not on Earth. Because Earthmen are not easy. Yeah, all the good men go to space. And, um, I don't know. Xenon saves the day. <laughs> Great. That's all I have. Xenon is the only one who can save the day. Her aunt falls in love with the captain. They save Space Great. Station. <laughs> they did it. She shows up and says, Space Station, stop! <laughs> well, when, when and the- like Moses parting the Red Sea, the Space Station stops. And split in two. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Wyndham and this his, his assistant get on the, uh, the shuttle too? Yeah, they get on the shuttle, but she locks him in like the baggage area. Oh, that's why they had a little goof over there. Because I remember she made a weird noise when she was like going down a slide or something. Yeah, the spaceship was taken off, so it was at an angle, and she laid on the floor and went wee. I at least picked up on that. Great, <laughs> very integral to the plot. Because turns out we was the passcode to the stupid disk. Was it? No. No, it wasn't. Well, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, should we get into detail how she she saves the space station? You just want to. She saves the space station. I mean, I certainly couldn't tell you how she saves the space station. So if you want to tell me. (laughs) Yeah, she puts the code in. Uh, Well, first she gets captured. She puts the code in that her genius friend, who really was the one who saved the day. Yeah. he. I, it's, she gets way too much. You're like, don't get me wrong. She did a lot. Craig, you have a weird obsession with the hacker boy. 
He does a, a good effort. job. He gets no credit. <laughs> he gets zero credit. Dude saves a space station. Everyone's like, Xenon! Go Xenon! Girl of the 21st century! She did it! <laughs> it's like, nah, man. Like, she delivered it. Like, she is, like she's, a pizza, she's the pizza boy here, but you gotta thank the people in the kitchen, you know? They put the damn thing yeah. together. That is, I don't say this is the best damn pizza I've ever had in my life. Pull the boy's pants down and starts rubbing him off because he did such a good job. <laughs> he just brought me the pizza, you know? <laughs> I saw a lot of videos like that, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. That's it's it's unfair. All those people should go to the restaurant. <laughs> I think we came up with a new uh, new theme there. What theme? I'd like yeah, to. I'd theme? like to. You know. What theme? Thank what are you the chef. About? Yeah, I'd like porn. to thank the chef. Oh, <laughs> man, I, we, I'd like to should... personally thank yeah, the chef. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look that up later. I'm curious. Okay, so the space station's saved now, right? Uh yeah. And now it's time for the best five party minutes with, of the film. It's time to party with Protozoa. Oi. <laughs> did he actually have an accent? He had an accent, buddy. He did have an he, accent. Because he, he's, he's, he's a fucking rock star. He's a fucking rock star. Don't you want to be a rock star? God? Yes. Rock God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. They, I'm fucking Protozoa. These are my frosted tips. And he has a great concert, and it's time for the moment of truth, guys. The contest winner is finally going to get to dance with Protozoa live on stage in space in the space station for the first time ever. And wow, Xenon, she says, like, you know, like, I'm the contest winner, but, you know, <laughs> it wasn't me who really saved the space station. It was my BFF Raven. You mean Raymond? <laughs> No, he he was blasted into space. There's no. I don't. Hey, Deb, I don't. I can't do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you stopped. Hey. Oh, there, there we go. There we go. Hey, it's me, <laughs> Kermit the Frog. <laughs> He's up there too, apparently. Blast him into the space lock too. <laughs> there we go. Thanks. That's Kermit getting blasted into space. He's dead now. Okay, Raven's going up to dance with Protozoa. The end. What was her actual character's name? Like Nebula? Uh, yeah, Nebula, I believe. Something <laughs> space word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I said the end. I'm oh, done. Ha- how did the song go? Um. Zo- oh, zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> <laughs> you make my heart go boom, boom, boom. <laughs> no, it's it's definitely no. It makes you make my heart go boom, boom. It's not zoom, it's not zoom, boom, boom, zoom. boom. No, it's zoom, zoom, zoom. I'll zoom, zoom, zoom. No, it's zoom, zoom, zoom. You make my heart go boom, boom. He definitely doesn't say boom three times. So three zooms and two booms? It's three zooms and two booms. It is not... Not a good song at all. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's actually incredible because a lot of times like stuff like... like Look, they obviously had people who knew how to write songs. Their, their high school musical stuff was pretty catchy. Do you think the same people worked on this movie as they did High School Musical? I was gonna, I was gonna say you might wanna not wanna you wanna wanna just, style that. That's a bad comparison. I'm not saying that the same people. I'm saying that Disney has the. I it's not Disney like, has the assets. It's not decom and it's well they spent the budget on that spaceship. That's true. I'm fucking done with this movie. I, I wish I didn't <laughs> watch it. Why? What are you talking about? I don't know. It wasn't great. Of course. Uh, what are you talking great. about? This movie was stellar. We didn't even say Jesus Lapidus one time in this podcast. I opened up with Jesus Lapidus. 
only one. Just just so you know, I if you would like, Rich, I have I found a complete list of the Xenon yeah, language. Cetus Lapidus, Richard, what's wrong with you? List this movie was was lunarous. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Yeah, sure. It had some inky moments that you can consider to be a bit gaseous, but for the most part, stellar. Absolutely. I'm glad Craig shared the list with you and not me just now. He didn't. He didn't share the list with me. I actually memorized that shit. So go eat a big old bag of frosted flakes, you idiot. <laughs> frosted tips. <laughs> That's it, everybody. Good night. Wait, what are we watching next week? Luke Skywalker and Han Solo rescued the princess, destroyed the Death Star, but their story didn't end there. Creators of the biggest smash hit of all time bring you the next episode in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. The continuing story of our band of heroes, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, C-3PO, R2-D2, and Chewbacca. And introducing Lando Calrissian. It's an epic of romance. Of heroes and villains. They cross trackless voids to unknown worlds. Odyssey against oppression. A big, new, sprawling space adventure in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. Coming to your galaxy next summer.